Today we're talking SEC accounting rule changes for crypto companies as well as a new bit of a segment where we're going to talk about a new play to earn game and the secret network. But uh, let's start with the SEC because last week on the 31st, they released an internal uh, bulletin which provides guidance for new accounting rules for uh, specifically for entities that are responsible for safeguarding crypto assets uh, on behalf of their platform users. This is a little bit dry, but it really caused quite a bit of an uproar. Uh, it's pretty controversial. And the changes can really, there were many, uh, but they can really be boiled down to one major change and then several requirements that uh, are new burdens, accounting burdens for companies resulting from that change. But the change that we're talking about <clears throat> is that uh, these entities, these platforms that need to safeguard crypto assets on behalf of their users, uh, think about like Coinbase. Uh, when you buy assets on Coinbase, uh, when you buy crypto, they stay on Coinbase. And Coinbase, it, they host uh, your wallet there. They safeguard those assets for you. Well, now they have to present those assets on their balance sheets as liabilities. The logic here follows really a similar treatment that banks, traditional banks must follow in regard to their deposits. I would say that, you know, when you hold money in a savings account at a bank, for example, that money is yours, it's your asset, um, but it's due to you on demand. And so while the bank holds it from their perspective, those assets, while they can use those for lending out to create loans, uh, they're still holding those assets on your behalf. And to them, those are liabilities that are owed to you, the owner. Again, on demand. And so this, uh, this is a pretty significant change. And uh, their rationale is that um, crypto entities uh, possess unique technological risks, unique legal risks, and unique regulatory risks. And uh, like I said, this, part of the reason this caused um, an uproar is because this kind of follows in line with the history of how the SEC has enacted these rules. We don't have a great regulatory crypto framework. And so this is kind of just another scattershot way of enacting rules that might actually be pretty burdensome because as a result of these rules, there's probably half a dozen items that these entities, these companies are going to have to report on their financial statements, uh, such as uh, they're going to have to report uh, like what the fair value of their assets are going to be. They have to report how they're going to handle these unique risks. Uh, there's, like I said, there's probably a half dozen and that's a cost. Any additional disclosures, any additional accounting reporting is you know, it just comes down to hiring more people, uh, spending more time, uh, just making sure your books are in order and your disclosures are in order. So Greg, that's kind of the upshot. That's what the situation is. Um, what are your thoughts on this uh, before we kind of dive in further? Yeah, well, I mean, coming from a, a little less of a technical background, um, it's it seems like it's not a it's not it's a pretty arduous rule and it's something that's kind of heavy handed. And I'm kind of surprised that they went this route after seeing Biden's executive order and how that kind of seemed more like they were going to be a little more open to working with these crypto companies. Um, mm -hmm. The one question I did have is, how is this different from stocks then? 
like for a, a centralized yeah. exchange, a stock exchange? Do they have to report liabilities <clears> and stuff like that? Like for so, like E-Trade, for example. Yeah, no, that's a good example. Um, yeah, you know, or even like a company like State Street uh, that does a lot of ETFs. Uh, no, no, uh, Caitlin Long, who's on Twitter and a uh, good follow, frequent critic of the SEC, as if we don't have enough of those. Um, she put together a really nice thread, very knowledgeable on this. She's the CEO and founder of Custodia Bank. And she talks about how the SEC doesn't require these extra disclosures, nor do they require this on balance sheet accounting treatment uh, from securities custodians, again, like State Street or Bank of New York. And all along the SEC, and really the entire spirit of regulation, especially securities regulation, is same activity, same regulation. You may not be doing the exact same thing, but if what you're doing is generally the same, uh, as an activity that has been regulated this way, well, it's the, again, it's the same activity, so same regulation, even though it might not be perfect apples to apples. And, um, well, that's not the case. And so uh, she, she outlines that this creates a, a shocking double standard. And uh, again, it goes back to their invoking, very nonspecific, by the way, if you read this bulletin, which I've posted in the article description, they say that these platforms, these crypto platforms, have unique tech risks, legal risks, and regulatory risks, but they don't really outline what those are. And another criticism is that those aren't new. Um, you know, so, so why now? After the SEC has been reviewing the, account, the financial statements for these crypto platforms for years. Um, so there's a lot of fair criticisms to make here uh, because these... Uh, Enacting rules this way with these staff accounting bulletins, it involves no public input. Uh, the SEC can make new rules and laws, all, they do it all the time, but they have multiple ways of doing it. And different ways, other ways of doing it, uh, oftentimes involve working with uh, companies that are affected. It involves a period of time where they will solicit public input. And that wasn't done here. So you, kinda, you have another, like, even if you agree with, the effect of what's like the intent and effects of the new rules. I mean, the, the overwhelming criticism is this was just not a great way to go about it. Yeah, I guess to that point, then, do you think this is something that is going to get challenged in court? I don't see how it doesn't. Um, yeah, I, I, I kind of operate from the default that, like, I mean, why not sue everything? I mean, if, if, because this does create um, a burden. I mean, all regulation is a burden. It's regulation is created because companies, for whatever justification, don't deserve the benefit of the doubt. So we create these burdens so that we can, you know, feel like enough is being disclosed. And uh, but it's going to cost them money. I mean, accounting costs alone for corporate America. I mean, it's in the billions, billions and billions of dollars. And um, yeah, it creates a burden. So yeah, I don't, I don't see why you wouldn't challenge it. Um, yeah, so, I mean, it'll be up to the SEC to defend it. Um, but yeah, uh, well, I think that'll be something we can always uh, come back and touch base on if, if and when this does get challenged. Yeah, yeah, because I think just the last thing I want to say is when you invoke one of your justifications is regulatory risks. Um, that is especially, I don't know, kind of hilarious to me um, because at the end of the day, uh, the reason that there are unique regulatory risks here is because the regulatory picture isn't clear, 
because the SEC hasn't done a good job of making a clear picture. So it's basically the lack of regulatory, regulatory clarity falls at the SEC's own doorstep. And then to use that as justification for more stringent rules, it just seems very, very flimsy. Yeah, but, it's like that. Uh, I'm sure you've seen that meme where it's a guy on a bike and he's got a stick in his hand. Yes. sticks the stick in the front of his bike and then falls down and says, like, what are you doing, man? And then he's like, how could you do this? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Oh, that is the perfect <laughs> verbal meme. Um, awesome. Well, yeah, that's, uh, like I said, wouldn't be surprised if we circle back when this probably inevitably gets challenged. But um, for now, this is, uh, is going to be a, a big burden. Um, but why don't we switch over? Because um, I think, uh, like we said, we're doing a little bit of a new thing here where we're going to do a bit of a, like a game review. Uh, do you want to? You want to take it from here? Yeah, so um, this is on Secret Network. Uh, it's a game called Orbem Wars. I might not be pronouncing that correctly. Um, sorry if I'm not. It is a uh, tower defense game, and um, it's set in the distant future. Humankind has ventured into space, you know, so it's kind of got that um, space futuristic uh, feel to it. Um, currently, they're in, I believe it's Alpha right now. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, they just um, got done with Alpha version 4. Yeah, so they're in Alpha. They have um, they have a bunch of game modes. Um, I mainly went through the campaign when I was doing um, my playthrough. Uh, and it's um, the campaign's really cool. It's uh, not linear, so you can kind of bounce around different planets, um, doing different levels and kind of gaining different um, towers. That's, that's kind of the NFT is the towers that you gain. And then the... Um, different uh upgrades to these towers that you can add to them so you can kind of build your own unique uh defensive structures and then use those in the tower defense game um the current alpha i mean it's it's an alpha testing so it's still kind of bare bones but there was um a bunch of towers a bunch of different enemies uh you have two different tower types you have your you know kinetic weapons and your energy weapons and i think they could obviously expand that even more but um, I, I thought it was a really fun game. Uh, it was nice that I didn't have to pay any money to get in to start and try to play it. Um, they're doing the NFTs later on. Right now, they're trying to build the game up, which I think more NFT gaming companies should be doing instead of the other way around. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for this. I think it's a solid base of the game they have so far. And I mean, they're looking to do multiplayer. They're looking to do PvP. So I think this could really expand into something really cool. Uh, what do you think about it, Jake? I so I played Alpha version three and it crashed, and I was kind of like, uh, "This this might not be going well," even though it's Alpha. Alpha version four came out. I was hooked for hours. Um, I really like this game. Like, it, it's not going to blow you away with the graphics, but the gameplay it was tight. The balance between the towers and the enemies. Um, so I, it's a I'm, solid gameplay loop. That they yeah, exactly. Out. Yeah, yeah, you like you're when you first play, you need to gain towers, and they're pretty generous. And then as you go along, then it becomes tougher to get the more advanced towers because the rare ones drop less often, just like you'd expect. Um, but it, it keeps you hooked. And so, with this being a game uh, on a crypto network, <clears throat> like you said, the NFTs, these towers that you use are NFTs. Uh, once the game gets fully released, uh, all the towers, all the modifications will be NFTs, but there's still going to be a very low barrier to entry because and I want to quote from the blog here, and this is uh, I'm quoting because this is what I think our experience was. So all these NFTs will be available through the airdrop in-game loot 
the contracts and the event rewards, we do not sell a single NFT. Every single NFT that gets into the game will be earned by players, not bought. What you do with them after you earn them is up to you. You might even be able to sell them on Stash for a profit. But um, it was just really cool because you can load it up, you can play, you can go out uh, and buy you know, your towers as NFTs, or you can just play the game and earn them. So it feels like, it feels like they're making the market um, aspect of this game optional. And yeah, one I think other thing I really to play. mention on that, sorry, quick. Um, yeah. It looked like actually some of the base towers are actually going to be not NFTs either. So mm -hmm. you can probably get into the game and play it and, you know, kind of get a feel for if you even like it before you, if you do choose to play <clears> anything <throat> But the fact that the, I think the base, the outdated and then the modern, which are the two like lowest level towers, I believe mm -hmm. those are virtual items. So they're not NFTs. So those are kind of more unlimited. So I think that'll be kind of the, you can get those towers, start off, see if you like it. And then you'll probably gain more just by playing with NFT mm -hmm. drops. And then if you choose to want to go out and purchase something in the marketplace, that's, that's something you can do after the fact. It's not like you have to drop two, $300 even to see right. if you like the game which is how a lot of these NFT games are nowadays. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I've tried to get into a few of these uh, play-to-earn games, and uh, they're just – it feels like you have to set up, connect your wallet, make sure you get some NFTs. Sometimes they're like – I think Axie, if you want to get into Axie, like it, it's pretty expensive. Um, I mean, it's a, it's a very popular, fun game. It just it's, uh, it's a low-barrier entry here with Orban Wars. If you go onto the Discord, um, which we should probably link – uh, the developers are super active and responsive. It's uh, it's a cool community. It's a cool game. And um, I mean, if this is what the alpha looks like. I played some shitty betas and this alpha was like, <laughs> it was fun. It was genuinely on its own. I think it could stand as a fun game, but it just, I, they have big plans and hopefully it just gets better. Yeah. I mean, you can definitely see the skeleton there and there's, I mean, I'm just sure they're going to keep fleshing it out, but that the base game right now is a fun game. Yeah, they're also talking about doing mobile, uh, which would um, I think it would work really well, work really well on mobile. But um, you know, yeah, there's questions. Yeah, like intent or uh, hardware intensive. It's a pretty pretty low yeah. barrier for being oh, able to yeah. get it. <laughs> yeah, and there's questions like how do you like change the meta? How do you change the balance of towers when they're worth money? Like, let's say that you think a tower that you created as the developer is maybe a little overpowered, and you want to tone it down to create a more balanced game. Well, if someone just paid uh, $1,500 for that tower and you nerf it and now it's not as powerful, like you might undermine um, the value of your marketplace. So there's still a lot of unique challenges here, um, but uh, they got a fun game and that's a good place to start from. Yeah, exactly. I'm 100% I'm with you on that. I think it's a, it's a fun start to a game. And then, yeah, I mean, you can figure out the NFT stuff afterwards, but <laughs> if you get a good base game and something that people want to play and are going to enjoy, then I think that's, that's a great start. Um, and it also looks like if people want to get in and try this out, um, it's an open, open testing, open alpha, open beta um, that they're doing right now. You can go and download the game, try it out, give them your feedback. If you want to see other stuff added to the game. I mean, I think this is a great opportunity too, if people want to help form and shape what this game is going forward, now's a great chance to get in. Yeah, yeah, I think they're still giving out airdrops when you participate. And just go to the Discord. Uh, it's really easy to find the download. Um, we'll link it I in the in. description. Yes, we will. I was in and playing in five minutes. It's, it's so easy. So um, 
But yeah, well, cool. Well, um, I think we're up on time, but uh, uh, great to talk to you, bud. Yeah, I think this is something we'll touch back on again as they keep releasing new versions. So, oh yeah, yeah, we'll be that. talking about Orbum Wars again, I think. But uh, <laughs> uh, all right, but well, hey, you have a good one. Uh, we'll be back you tomorrow. Too. Sounds good. Yeah.